Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen Podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. Um, I've got to go way, way back, way back in time. This is going to be like the first the first podcast of a week in a mini-series that I've got uh, going on. We've got to go back and actually explore the early years a wee bit deeper. Um, I know I've sort of alluded to the fact that they, you know, the, the first album in Queen 2, you know, these, these, those two were our first two podcasts ever kind of thing. And I mean ever, because we never, never did this thing before in our lives, Aye. you know, so um, on anybody else's podcast or anything else, and it probably shows because we're a bit kind of like polite and naive and no really what he rocked about. Too nice. Too nice and that, so. We um, didn't swear at all. We didn't, no, no, no. Uh, I think I think Joe said the first swear word in Queen 2 podcast thing. Yes. He said shit. Ah, did I, you? Uh, shit. And then we all just went, oh, all right, Nabal, and we all just... Started piling on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. So we're gonna we've got we're gonna delve deeper into those two albums because we we actually didn't talk about each track on those albums as Paul's alluded to before, and it'd be good to actually do it in the in the style that we eventually did do the rest of the podcast. And so, um, if you think, oh Jesus, why are they going back? It's a waste of time. Don't fucking listen to them. I, I don't. I'm not going to justify this any beyond that we want to do it. So kiss yeah, my ass. So fucking dry your eyes, fucking twats. <laughs> In fact, just everybody unsubscribe right now. Bunch of fucking lowlifes. <laughs> so aye, so this'll be this this episode is gonna be the first of that series and we're gonna be talking about uh the smile album. I mean we say album, but obviously we'll get into it and, and you know, I know that might not technically be correct to call it an album, but um and then we're gonna talk about the Larry Lorex single. Or double A side or single and B side or whatever you want to call it. So we're going to talk talk about that. So essentially, these two things are the the record the pre things that exist before Queen really that are recorded professionally recorded. You know, so um, we wanted to sort of take it way way back um, to you know the genesis of the band basically. So um, most of you, if not all of you, will know who Smile are, and if you don't, maybe you're a casual Queen fan. In which case, I'm a bit surprised you're listening to this if you're just a casual Queen fan. But if you are, yeah, Smile were the band that uh, eventually went on to sort of uh, become Queen, really, in many ways. I yeah, I'm sure they've seen the movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Humpy yeah. Bong. Aye, that's it. T- I don't even remember Tim that. Tim Leaves. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Smile now. They, they, like, let's get a bit of background on Smile, I suppose, before we sort of delve into the actual album itself. Uh, so Brian May and Tim Staffel were students in uh, the London's Imperial College, and they basically recruited Rod, uh, Roger Taylor into the band um, because they were looking for a Ginger Baker type drummer, um, and he he joined the band, and they were actually signed to Mercury Records in 1969, um, and they put out. Um, well, they didn't actually put anything out. They actually recorded three songs initially uh, for Mercury, and they were never released. And then they recorded another three songs, and they were never released uh, as well. So it's, it was kind of a bit strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, they did play the you know the London circuit quite a lot. Smile, and their biggest uh, gig was actually at the Royal Albert Hall. Believe it or not, um, this was for a benefit for the National Council for Unmarried Mother and Her Child, um, which is. Good cause, man. man. So, um, so I the the trio because they were you no know, one of the the power trios, <laughs> mm-hmm. the unsung power trios. But well, we'll decide if uh, the music lives up to that, I suppose. Uh, but um, so I they they recorded these songs. Um, 
And these songs, originally they called the, the, the tracks Earth, Step On Me and Doing All Right. Um, they were recorded in 1979. And uh, the same year, later that same year, they recorded April Lady, Blag and Polar Bear. And uh, I think the initial sessions, the first three sessions were done actually in Trident Studios. So Step right. On Me, Doing All Right and Earth were done in Trident, which is interesting. Obviously it's kind of related. And the second lot were done in Delaine Lee Studios. So that's again another Queen connection there. So um again, not released. And then in nineteen seventy, Tim Stafel basically joined another band, Humpy Bong, as Paul alluded to earlier on. So they basically split up and it was really Freddie that said, No, you you guys need to continue, you need to keep going and obviously he, he got involved and then yeah, we'll get to that later, I suppose. But um but that smile, really in, in the smallest nutshell possible, although I've kinda Stumbled my way through that whole fucking thing, but there you go. So it's just the way it is. So, <laughs> um, so in terms of um, we talk about these tracks not being released. So eventually they did get released, obviously, um, because we wouldn't be able to talk about them if they didn't really. Um, so it was 1982 initially. The Get and Smile uh, album was only released in Japan actually, um, and it came out in Mercury Records. And do you don't think it's kind of strange? It's Mercury Records as well. <laughs> it's just all I mean, it's all fucking, what a Mercury. It's all mental, isn't it? You know, just you think about it, it's all crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's good stuff. Um, so it's, it's still, I mean, still to this day, this album, this collection, you know, this six songs is very hard to find and get. I mean, you, you can get them, but you have to pay fucking silly money to get get hold of this. Um, you can maybe get the CD for about 20 quid or something, but certainly the vinyl, you'd be paying probably 80, 90 quid or something for that, um, that copy. So, anyway, Smile. So, Smile are Brian May, Tim Stafel and Roger Taylor, as we said. And, we're going to start talking about the music, and then we'll get to Larry later on. So, aye, let's get into it. So, the track order um, for the actual, you know, the actual release is Doing All Right, Blag, April Lady, Polar Bear, Earth, and Step On Me. So, like, why don't we do it in that order? Because that's the order of the release, I guess. So, so we come to a very familiar song first in the album. Um, if you're a Queen fan and you hadn't heard anything from Smile, you'll, you'll listen to this first song and know immediately what it is, and it's Doing All Right. And I think they re-recorded this with uh, Tim for the, the soundtrack to that movie that came out a couple of years ago. So... I didn't even know that. Ah, uh, they actually went in. Yeah, they've done it. So, all right. Which is, I suppose, pretty cool in itself. I mean, you know, it's just that's yeah, a version, a, a, a kind of up to date version. Yeah. No, just a shame it's attached to a piece of shit. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Doing all right. So, um, well, well, I suppose. Why don't we get a, just a general kind of general take on on what you've listened to those these six songs? Um, Paul, we we'll start off with yourself. Because um, I think this falls into a lot of this falls into the category of. You know where your expertise lies in terms of like the heavy blues and the sixties and all that British blues because there's a there's a bit of that in here, yeah, Not yeah, huge amounts, but there's 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 a bits of it I suppose. Yeah. Eh? Yeah, so what's absolutely. your what's your take on this? I mean, how do you think this sits? And um, there, there's there's some really good stuff on here. Um, certainly a couple of the songs are ex- for me are excellent. You know the um. They could, they, they could have been hats. They could have, you know, mm. Queen could have recorded, took them on and recorded them, you know. Um, they, they would have sat okay in the first album. Um, but yeah, you know, go, going back um, to my history with this, um, 
my, my, my good friend who I mentioned in the past, Paul Devaney, he actually had this LP. Um, he managed to get it. I, I don't know how, how he'd managed to get it. You know, um, I think sometimes the import section in Virgin Megastore would have it. Ah, right, right. And uh, he, he got a hold of it and he gave me a tape copy. And I, th- <laughs> I think I just listened to it like once or something and just, you know, disregarded it um, I was you know more into the, the official stuff and all that um, and uh, and again I, 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 I'm, I'm why why am I on a Queen podcast because I'm the the world's shittiest Queen fan you know because you know you should know all this stuff and should be right into it and you know but until I, until I started this podcast um, the only solo album I ever um Listen to with Starfleet, you know that type of thing. I, oh, you poor bastard! Do you know what, mate? I, I, I get the fuck, I, man. So, me, Joe, got in the crowd. David, I'll take oh, it. Uh, get Leighton in. Leighton, come in and fucking. Aye, Leighton. Get a real expert in. Um, oh but, fuck, uh, he won money. Be picking us up in every fucking <laughs> single thing. Aye, uh, so I think it was nineteen. I think it was maybe March the thirteenth. No, it was March the twelfth. March the twelfth. Yeah. Get it right. Uh, all right, sorry. Well, fuck you then, Leighton, mate. <laughs> um. So I. Uh, it's uh, but um I've been absolutely uh listening to this non stop for the, the maybe the last week or so. Um that you know, obviously getting the tracks off YouTube because that's the only place you can really get them. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm buggered if I'm paying hundreds of pounds for an LP when I don't even have a player to play it on. So but um, I, I, this to me, there, there, there's some really great stuff on here, um, and and a lot, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's a very long-winded way of saying I really like it, you know. So yeah. there you are. Oh, cool, Joe. I know you've got a bit of history with this because I, I know like Gary has this. In fact, I'll come back to that actually. So you, I, um, yeah. I mean, um. I heard this probably, God, I heard this probably about 1989 was the first time I heard this album, and obviously I was very, very young. My brother, um, I'm trying trying to remember where my brother got it. I think he ordered it from the fan club, um, possibly, Ah, or something like that. that. Um, So he had it it on vinyl in the late 80s, um, but like, like Paul was saying, I was at that point. I was just more into Queen, you know, and it, it was just a kind of afterthought. I never really gave it that much attention. Although I had heard it, and my brother had played it in the past, but it, you know, he wasn't playing it all the time or anything like that. But um, yeah, so going back to this album was pretty much brand new to me because you know, other than doing all right and possibly one of the other songs that I can't actually remember now, but I kind of remember t- like maybe one or two of them. So the rest were pretty new um, but I have to agree with Paul I was expecting this to, to basically just kind of wash over me and not really have much of an impact but I'll be honest I, there's nothing on here that I don't like I like mm-hmm. I like everything on this and so much so that I do I, I do think that you know it, it's it, a lot, all of it was good enough to have been on the first Queen record. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, in very, in very it could have been in it. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. have been because it's not. It's not that there's nothing on this that's that far removed from the stuff that ended up, you know, being on the first album. You know, it's still got the same embryonic. You know, Brian May's tone right, mm-hmm. right, even before Queen's first album, 
he sounds like Brian May on this. He doesn't sound like anybody else, yeah. you know. So he had the harmonies down. I mean, this this was basically Queen. I mean, I mean, it's got the vocal harmonies without Freddie. It's got the it's got, got, um, Brian's guitar harmonies, which is Queen. So you could arguably say that Freddie didn't bring that to it. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, so the old Brian and, and Roger, and obviously Tim as well. Tim had you know you can't we can't discard how important he he must have been to that development yep. you know and the sound because I must say I think the guy's voice is fucking excellent man and I, don't, I didn't remember you know like I said this album kind of just kind of went over my head at a very young age but listening to this I was shocked at how how impressed I was with his voice I was like this guy isn't just a, a bass player who's singing I was like this guy's got some fucking range do you know what I mean and, and a very good sounding voice oh, as well know. in fact there's a couple of spots in this where I, I will get to it anyway but I was like that could be Freddie and I'm not 100% sure you know what I mean I'm like there's a couple of songs I've got the notes here so we'll get to the one I can't remember I was I like have a note, I have it, a note there's a part part yeah. that actually sounds like Freddie sounds like Freddie or Freddie sounds yeah, like him because Fred, so Freddie's maybe so. imitating him slightly maybe possibly Aye. I don't know but, but he's doing a very yeah. good fucking yeah, job yeah. of it because it sounds like Freddie it sounds tonally very similar Aye. and even the cadence is very I mean obviously because of course Tim, Tim must have been an influence on Freddie because he was a Freddie was a smile Friends fan well. and you know and, and Tim and Freddie were friends I absolutely so there's there's that history oh, with yeah. the two of them together you know I told, so he probably looked up to the guy yeah. you know and quite rightfully so man because to be honest we've said this on on Queen One when we did that you know Freddie hadn't became the master vocalist yeah, yet yeah. at that point he was a good he was a good singer on the first record but to me Tim's probably just as good maybe not as good but not that far behind on vocal chops on this compared to Freddie on the first record there's not much in it really um, because he's hitting those really really high notes and they're, they're really clear and you know he's got like I say he's got a good resonance obviously you know a couple of albums in Freddie becomes his own man and yep. it's like you know the guy's like absolutely fucking otherworldly do you know what I mean but no I thoroughly enjoyed this and I think there's there's if this band, I'm glad it didn't take off a smile because we wouldn't have got Queen. Oh, but you know, like this, this is like if this was promoted properly back in the day, there's hits here, man. Aye. Aye. There's, there's yep. shit here that's way, way catchier than a lot of the stuff that was about at that time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For me, anyway, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what you guys think of it. Yep. Yeah. But no, I, I can't. Um, I, I really like this album, like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I- I I'm I'm with you both and I and I agree Tim's voice. It's just it's got personality and character and it just sounds good. It's very it's a very warm feeling to me when I hear his voice. Yep, you know, I, it's yeah. gonna really something quite soothing. Something quite soothing about these whole this collection of six songs actually. Something quite and warm. warm. Aye, there's something a real warm. It's almost like putting a nice pair of slippers on and just just relaxing. There's something really because um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest when I was listening to this you know for the podcast I didn't realise I needed this. I kind of needed this. It was weird. It was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Can I, I, I kind of needed you mean. to hear this at I, this time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it was I like, oh, this is mean. actually, wow, this is. So I'm the same. The impact it had on me is much bigger. I mean, I had heard it before, but I mean, I really paid much attention to it for oh, a couple of decades at least, you know what I mean? So, because um, I do have them in the MP3 and stuff, I think, you know, for way back and all that, you know. So, I thought you had I thought you had my vinyl. Well, that's, I'm, I'm coming vinyl? to that. Aye, aye, because I've, ah. I've got your vinyl, there, Joe. Um, so this... Oh, it's technically your vinyl now. You've had it for about fucking <laughs> no, 25 years. No, sure. <laughs> well, this, well, this is a thing. This is the odd thing. Uh, so this is for one for the listeners, a story. So, so Joe uh, gave me the smile, you know, album. He gave it to me... Um, 
and it, in, in the sleeve has got uh, you know a signed photo of all the band. So this is this right, is right. Joe's signed photo of all the you know you know all four members of Queen, and so I took I'd borrowed it to to listen to the the Smile album you know and just kind of like um, you know check it out. And that's, I think it was before they had the MP3 sort of versions you know, and um, and I, I went to give it back to you. you went nah, just keep a grip of it. And I went, all right, then, and, and I've tried, I tried to give it back to you a few times, and you were like, no, I just keep it. And and I try, I, I can't. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I came to the conclusion that because you were kind of at that point, you were starting to move about a few different flats and houses. I think you were a bit worried Aye, you were going to yeah. lose, especially Aye, the autographs. So they're sitting in. Aye. So I still have the the vinyl and Joe's autograph sitting in my record collection. Aye. So I, they're, they're, they're nah, yours now, nah. mate. I, I would never, I, I would never ask for them. Yeah, back. mate, That's I'm just ridiculous. I'm, Treat it like a museum, you know. Museums get pieces for like twenty years and twenty-five years. I've got a release, and then they hand them back. So, mate, so <laughs> hey, wait, 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 if you die before me, I want them back, man. Right? But if I die before you, they're yours. So just there's, there's a nice cheery uh, way to look at it. Nah, like I, I like I said, I know with you they're going to be in good hands. So yeah. Aye. Just, well, I, just, I mean, the thing is, he's fired yeah. both of them on eBay. Aye, yeah, I'll cut his fucking throat. I want me fucking Queen <laughs> autographs, man. <laughs> Aye, mate, you better still fucking have them. Uh, fucking cut your Achilles heels, you can't. They'll be able to work ever the again. Way, the ones were using them for uh, fucking drawing or something like that. They were I think they were colouring in the, you know, because it's a black and white photo. They were colouring uh, them in. Oh, the, the, I don't know if I've ever told. Uh, uh, it's a very, very horrible story about how I got those. Oh, you got to reveal that. You got to reveal it. I think, I think you did right. it before, did you know? No, 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 I don't think we did. It was like, aye, look, man, it was, it was 30, it was, at this point, I think it was, it was about 90 years ago, man. Aye, so it's 33 years ago, so I'm going to just tell people, right, fuck it. Pa- partially it's my brother's um, fault anyway. Well, kind of. <laughs> so anyway, my, my, my brother was... <laughs> That's why you don't want him in your house, because it's the... Aye, you, feel, you feel dirty. feel guilty. <laughs> right. Right, not one of my proudest moments, but in my defence, I was only 10 years old, right, and I was a massive Queen fan, right, so anyway, my brother's ages with Paul, so he's, he's a fair bit older than me, he's like 8 or 9 years older than me, so I was sitting in the house, and me and my brother were really obsessed, and um, we came up with this plan, that obviously my brother was a member of the Queen fan club, and uh, the miracle had just came out, so obviously we were really depressed, <laughs> so um, so I came up with a plan now thinking this is 10 years old right this is pretty fucking grim so I told my brother to write away to the Queen fan club telling them that I was dying yeah. no no well, not exactly you know, you know, te- techni- <laughs> technically you were dying you're dying as well, soon I'm as dying. you're born you know, I mean, so I'm fucking dying, dying. dying. Uh, oh fucking dying anyway so I told him to write that I had brittle bones disease and I was not long for this world. So my brother, being my brother, he and it's his fault because he was the older, responsible adult. You know, I was 10, he was 19, so he should have known better than to listen to his wee brother. So anyway, fuck you, Gary. It's your fault, mate. So anyway, he wrote away and, you know, like, cut, I don't know, you know, maybe about a month went by or something like that. And we get this thing through the the, the the post, and obviously it was the eighties, right? So I can't. I think it came in like a cardboard thing or whatever, and we opened it up, and there was a a signed picture of Queen, <laughs> uh, with written at the top of it. It said, "Get well soon." <laughs> that was Roger, wasn't it? I hope you feel better soon. I hope you hope, hope you feel better soon, or something like that. He wrote at the top, and there it was. The, the actual proper. It's not a fake. It's the real deal. They obviously. Aye. 
you know, Queen Queen used to go into the fan club and used to sign things for people. So obviously, when this wee guy's dying, you'll need to sign this, and that was pretty cool. Aye. Um, but uh, so I probably got to fucking hell. But do you know what? The tunes are good in hell, so that'll do exactly me, man. man. No, but there with Freddie. Anyway, Something in the lake of fire, high fiving Freddie yeah, in the white Aye, exactly. Aye, <laughs> Freddie, will be down there, man. Fucking rock now. Fucking so right, I'm man. going to hell. Fuck it. At least I get Queen's autographs. What the fuck have you got, man? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Would you believe it, man? Oh, Joe the it? Deceiver, man. What a scumbag. <laughs> what a scummy bastard. <laughs> um, right, on that, on that bombshell, we, we, well, we're not going to finish, but we'll move on. <laughs> but, uh, but, Maybe we should finish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will be finished. Certainly after that Blue Rock we'll episode, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get cancelled. <laughs> Fucking, I'm a deathist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I know. I mean, coming back to the album, I absolutely. Um, and I was listening to the vinyl actually um, yeah, yesterday. I, I dug, dug it in and actually put that on because I've been listening to Canan work and YouTube and all these kind of things. So what did they kind of? Does it sound oh, good? It sounds good. Man, man. It still sounds pretty crisp. Still sounds good. Still sounds good. So I suppose why don't we shift on and I uh, start talking about these these songs? So first song we've got is doing all right which we obviously know very well from the first Queen album and it was a Smile song originally and uh, very similar in lots of ways but quite different in many ways at the same time it's kind of a bit weird Paul do you want to kind of start us off with doing alright? Yeah it's uh, it is it is recognisably the same song but obviously there's you know this version hasn't got piano on it for a start and it's obviously not got Freddie on it Um it, it's it, it does it's not as a it doesn't flow as well as maybe the one on the Queen, the first Queen album. It, it, there seems to be it's as if it's, there's different sections rather than it kind yeah, of mo- moving it. all the way through kind of thing. Um, that could just be be down to you know it's the first time in the studio probably for them and all that you know and they're, you know they're, they're not really sure themselves or whatever, because I would imagine it was just play through maybe two or three times and that was it, you know, I don't think they were doing parts or there was any overdubs or anything like that, I, I, I'm assuming they basically played live kind of thing um, yeah uh, and you know you, you, you talk about Tim's voice um, yeah, excellent excellent um, but again, you know, like Joe alluded to, I'm kind of glad that he, you know, he decided to join Humpy Bong because, you know, we, we got Freddie and, you know, as good as Tim is, he's no, he's no Freddie Mercury. Um, I think, you know, it, Tim, it, 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 the way he sings, it, it, it kind of rem- reminds me of the situation where, with a... Deep Purple at the time, you know, they had Rod Evans. Uh, before had a ba- yeah, 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 a very good voice, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very clear, very precise, very, you know, very crisp and all that. And you know, Blackmore and John Lord and all that are just like, no, nah, we need more power, you know, we need, you know, something that's going to match the yeah, kind of musical yeah. direction that they were going yeah, in. At the, the, the VU meters are going in the red with the instruments. We need somebody to come over the top of that kind of thing as well. And I, not that I'm saying that Tim's voice isn't powerful, but Freddie's is more powerful. Um, mm. So, it, you know, it's a bit like 
uh, as an upgrade, you know, going from Tim to, to Freddy. But that's not, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to shit on the guy at all because his voice is is, is actually great on this uh, whole thing. But uh, I, you know, I I I think if you know Freddy hadn't happened and Smile, you know, got a de- you know got a couple of albums out. I don't think we'd be talking about them now. I don't think they would no. have reached the you know the no. levels. Oh no chance! They absolutely needed Freddie, you know. Um, even just for maybe at this point, just for you know, um, direction, direction and refinement and and the kind of uh, arrangements, you know. Therefore, well, instead of the acoustic, how about we put a piano in and you know that type of thing? Um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, back to the actual song. Yeah, uh, excellent. Um, uh, my my notes are all over the place here. Um, I, I like the, the heavy bit, the the chug off Brian Strings. The, the he's absolutely. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're not at certain points. It's not even like notes. It's just like it's just like noise. Cursive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good, really, you know, fat. Um, yeah, and and as I say, the I, the Queen version does flow better, but um, yeah, it's it's a cool song. We, we know it's a cool song anyway. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, that's that's about it, really. Aye, man, I I think see the you know you mentioned the piano and the you know the Queen version rather than the acoustic guitar, but there's part of me quite likes the acoustic in this, the, you know, the, the, the right. strum bit at the uh, start, see, because mm-hmm. the, the, it sounds really nice, and he's doing this really nice strum pick thing, and then he does that with your harmonic bit, ding, ding, at the end of, yeah. the, end of mm-hmm. the riff, you know, or the, mm-hmm. the phrase, whatever, um, so I, I quite like that, and, and, and in some ways I do prefer it to the piano on, on the Queen version, Um and I th- I've got in my notes is it's in that well certainly for me it was in this song that he, that Freddie sounds like Tim because aye, that, uh, that's aye, it was when he goes where will I be yeah. this time yeah. this is that, I totally that bit especially Freddie you know, sings Freddy it exactly sings the same, same way yeah, yeah, it aye. sounds like Tim take you know? for But I agree with Paul. The big difference is the Queen version is fully fleshed out. This is like a, an idea almost still, and it's not fully refined yet. Mm-hmm. It, even the way that because it because it moves quite starkly into different sections. You know this this song. It's quite kind of, uh, and I know that might be you know a bit, a bit jarring for some people, but it does work when you hear it in the Queen version. It does work, but in this version, I get it. Kind of almost stumbles into the next parts it, it, rather I, than you know yeah, being definitive. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but that happens with early, early songs anyway. You know, eventually they, they you know, they, they, they get they get worked out properly, well, comfortable and, with playing exactly, them yeah. and then they, yeah. they, they end up finding their, their their feet better. You know, as they progress. But um, eh, no, I think it's an, an excellent version, and I, and I, 
and uh, Tim's voice, as you said, I think is 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 great, and and yeah, just just does uh, like I say, does does the acoustic element. I, I would I would like in the Queen version, and um, the acoustic guitar rather than the piano. Um, and it might be just because of the production in the first Queen album. It could be something as simple as that. I don't know, but um, but I do like that, and I would probably swap that. That's the only thing I would swap out of the mm. Queen version for, and then you know for this. But um, no, no, no. It's I mean I'm saying it's a good version. It is the version. <laughs> this is this I is the original the, version. The you original know, so, so um so you know. But um, I always should be calling the Queen version the cover. Ah, well, really? pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Yeah, 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 so, uh, Joe, anything to pick up on that one? Not really, man. Um, everything you said is very much kind of you know what I was hearing and stuff like that. You know, all I could add was Rogers. Rogers' voice is really, really good on it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as it always aye, is. Do you know what I mean? Even back then, is he still? <laughs> he fucking sang, sounds sang great. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Yesterday, my life was in ruin. Now today. I agree that, that you know it, 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 it does sound clunky, mm-hmm. and and it, and you know it. Aye, there's no other way to put it. It just sounds clunky, like the Queen ones. Obviously, to me, they've not had a lot of time to do this. So like they've did as you know best a job as they could with the time that they had to do it. In. Um, but no, I mean, this is the the original version. Yeah. So and it's it's still. It's quite progressive. I mean, I know the Queen, yeah. obviously, you know, the Queen one. It's the same song, basically, but, but you know, minor changes and stuff. But quite, quite, a, a, you know, the structure is actually fucking bananas in this song. I mean, mm. you know, it's, it's it's all over the shop. So it's, it's I don't know that, whether we're maybe getting that, uh, that, maybe for the Beatles or, the, or maybe we're getting I, it for I like think it's just, King Crimson just and for, bands I, like I, that. I think it's just for, from jamming, really. I think. They've got these. They've got these sections. Mm. They've jammed these sections out, and they've, they've they've just stuck them together and put words over the top. I think. I, I no, I know that. Yeah. I get that. It's just the fact that they 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 did the, that. The ideals. It's not a linear. It's not a linear. It's almost aye, like you know, kind of what Queen became known for later, aye, a couple of years yeah. later on. You know, having these drastically different parts mm. to songs. Mm. So I mean, they were, they were clearly Brian Roger and you know Tim. Um, that was obviously the, the mindset Aye. that they carried on into Queen. You know, when they get Freddie, obviously by the time they get Freddie in the the, the picture, you know, they, you know, they had somebody that they could really, really, you know, bring another element to it. Probably like you're saying, Paul, an element of professional, uh, an extra um, element of professionalism because you know, you know, Freddie was a, you know, even at that point, the guy was an amazing pianist. You know what I mean? He, he was you know, a very, very good musician. So. But yeah, I can't really add anything else. You know, Brian's tones fucking thick, man. Yeah. It's like aye, heavy aye. when it kicks in. Absolutely. It's 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 really robust. It's a good thick, chunky sound. Um, and was that sixty nine? They recorded this. March sixty nine. So it's, so I mean, it's pre it's uh, it's pre Sabbath yeah. in it. So so Sabbath Sabbath would be the, aye, they'd be recording their first album around about the, mm. roughly the same time actually. Aye. You know, it's, uh, yeah. aye. Totally. So, so I mean, it's quite interesting as well, you know, um, because at the time, you know, before Sabbath, I mean, the heaviest 
thing was probably maybe Zeppelin. Zeppelin number sixty nine so. as well, I suppose. Uh, yeah. First time. Right, so, yeah. but Brian's tone's quite doomy. Mm. Even though yeah. the song's not doing me, but when he when kicks in, it's quite it's quite I mean, interesting. You know, that's a really really kind of driving yeah, kind of like metal metallic metal. riff, you know. So aye, yeah. and this is pre, you know. Aye. I mean, I mean, might, might have not even heard Sabbath at, at this Sabbath, point. You know, yeah. there's a possible a slight possibility. Seen might have seen live or possibly, you know. But mm. you know, aye. when they were you know Earth or something, I don't know. But um, I could have done aye, um, absolutely. But, but I mean, aye. But other than that, I mean, aye. I don't really have anything else to say. I, I like this version, and I do agree that the I like the the, the picked um, acoustic as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's really nice. I, I just, it's nice. just nice because it's just. I mean, again, that we just that we harmonic at the end, and then ding, then the riff. It's just, just really subtle things that you know he does. But anyway, absolutely. Oh, excellent opener, man! Excellent, excellent song, excellent song. Both versions, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And we move on. The next song is Blag. Um, I'll start off with this one because I think I'm probably going to say you know most of what you guys are going to say but um, the drums sound fucking great at the start the way it opens oh, up you know and just with Roger you know that kind of almost like uh, shuffle nah, yeah, got a kinda, scuffle yeah, beat or something kind yeah, of um, you know just going crazy a wee bit you know <laughs> I mean the whole thing it's cream it's, 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 it's completely and utterly a cream rip off but but um it, but it's great you know i fuck it, I, I love it um it's got, again really the guitar sound on this is really thick and um and uh, obviously we get a part of the brighton rock Mm-hmm. Solo on this song, you know, uh, so and this is a '69 as well. Yep, yep, do you know what so I mean? And it's metallic as fuck. So, so I mean, where was so you might even say that Brian invented even before Tony, but and 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 the and the models, yeah, 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 because I thought that maybe maybe Blackmore was the first, well, certainly the first I'm aware of anybody that you know maybe did that, but he did it now. He did that still, but maybe Sorry. maybe not. He, he did you know, obviously in things like Highway Star and all that he did, you know, and, and uh, Speed King and things like. That. I think he does it on as well. But I just always thought that you know Brian took that a wee bit further, made it a bit taster, a bit faster, and all that, you know. But but listening to this, you know, because I'd forgotten that this was there was, there was a bit of Brian. I mean, as well, yeah. Forgotten about this. <laughs> So Brian, even back then, is innovating. You know, he's he's you know in nineteen sixty nine, he's still he's 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 already 
Scotty sound. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, he's, I've he's, wrote that in my know, notes. He sounds like Brian May right aye, off the it's, bat. It's, 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 it's incredible, you know. Um, um, I mean, the song is. I think this this song is more of a jam because there's there's aye. really good bits where Tim sings and he only does it once and then it goes into the the Brighton Rock bit and then it just kind of jams towards the end and I feel it could have returned to that and kind of wrapped it up a wee bit more. So I guess you know structurally maybe it's 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 it could have been seen through into a proper song maybe. Um, it's my only my only criticism of it, but uh, but again it's just it's just it's weird because I feel this whole, these six songs I I, I kind of and it's maybe like. I'm maybe projecting this onto it, but I feel there's almost like a push and pull between, and it's maybe because you just know that Tim left. Maybe that's just I'm just thinking of that, but I feel there's a push and pull between that heavy cream, heavy British blues sound and this more folky kind of sound yeah. that maybe Tim's trying to bring into it, and it feels yeah. like there's a there's a bit of a, a clash, a bit of a push and pull in it, and I think that that's what makes it kind of interesting actually. It you works, know, and, and makes right, it, it works. works so, eh? um, anyway, Joe, you want to pick up with uh, with uh, Blag? I, I mean, again, the, I picked up and all the same stuff as you about you know the the, em, the embryo of the Brighton Rock solos in here, and obviously being you know sixty nine and he's doing all the back in nineteen sixty nine. It was fucking yep. it's crazy really aye. when you think about it. He's you know it's technically thrash metal guitar picking in nineteen sixty nine. Yep. So I'm just going to say it. I say that in the mm. Queen one, but Brian May invented thrash metal aye. guitar picking. <laughs> so fucking deal. And that's with the it. thing. I suppose. You know I, mean? I suppose I'm trying to think of what could have came before that. There wasn't even necessarily even rock music. I suppose you've got the skiffle thing with the you know that these kind of rhythms and all that. He's maybe taking that and adding the heavy rock sound to it. You know, because because I know they were big Lonnie. You know, all guys were big Lonnie Donegan fans and all that kind of stuff. So that probably they were probably thinking of those rhythms and all that. And maybe Brian's transcribed that on a you know heavy guitar. You know, heavy guitar. It's great. It's brilliant. Genius, man. Genius. That's any sort of evolution. Absolutely. That's how it starts, Absolutely. isn't it? You take take something you're influenced by, and then you put your spin right. on it, and it becomes something completely different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like, I do agree. It's a jam. Hmm. It sounds like a jam. Hmm. Um, but it's enjoyable to listen to it. <laughs> you know, it's it's actually quite a pleasant jam. Sometimes songs that are jammed are just like oh, fucking hurry up. And aye, end. aye, no, I agree with that. But this has got, <clears throat> but this has got enough kind of cool stuff. I mean, the drumming's fucking excellent in this song, man. Roger's fills are rapid, man. Like really quick, yeah. um, like sixteen note, you know, like fills, like in spaces where you would normally do a half time fill. He's doubling the time yeah, of yeah. it and stuff. So it shows you right here. I mean, the, the, all the DNA musically for Queen is in. I mean, they they had it here before. Like I said, like I said in the previous song, you know, before Freddie even joined. You know what I mean? Because so, it's not as if it's like six really twee pop pop songs that I'll just throw away and they didn't really know no, what they were doing it. No, almost like in, well almost like instantly they, they kinda had an idea of what they wanted to be and they had a sound. And sound they, there, yeah, aye, so. they had a sound. I mean Roger's doing that open hi hat thing mm. that he does yep. when he hits yep. the snare and stuff. He's doing that right off the bat here. He's mm. you know Brian's doing the the, harm, the guitar harmonies. You know, and he, he sounds it's his sound. Yep. It doesn't sound he sounds fucking the same here as he did in 1980 whatever Aye. do you know what I mean when he does those it's his sound so uh, it's, it's just it's, it's really it's an interesting piece of uh, piece of music um, and uh, when I heard you know Tim singing in this as well because I, I didn't listen to it in sequence I just listened to it because Paul put the songs up on what, oh, uh, WhatsApp so, right, right, right. <clears throat> so I didn't listen to them in sequence but I think this was the first one that I listened to and I was like this was when I heard Tim's voice I was like fuck man this guy actually is a very good singer yeah um, although he's not, I do agree. <coughs> Sorry, he's aping, he's aping, they're aping cream, you know, with a do 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 uh, and yeah, all yeah. that. And 
But um, it's kind of almost like I'm, I'm uh, glad. Um, you know, it's kind of. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so glad. Sorry, um, so it's kind of got that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but but man, no, it, it, you know, it's a heavy track. It's kind of weird because I do agree now that you mentioned it. It's, it's sprung into my head. You know, when I listen to this song and I listen to some other ones, there is a push and pull be- between the folk. Mm. Because Queen uh, Brian May kept, it, I suppose, yeah, kept the folk thing going. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Later on into Queen, me like thirty nine yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that, you know. And uh, she makes me a little. I suppose right. you could say that was like a kind of drowsy or folk Some, sort some of day, vibe. one day, kind of these kind of things. Day one day, four yeah, yeah. sort of yeah. stuff. So, um, but no man, it's um, it's it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's the sixties, man. So there's there's loads of different influences. <laughs> you sound like this old fucking out of touch DJ. Uh, it's the sixties, man. Sixties, man. Um, <laughs> aye, uh, so that I there's there's all sorts of shit going on. Uh, you know, cream cream themselves, the band cream, were blues, but they were also jazz. You had two jazz guys basically and a blues guy playing. You know, and jamming like fuck. Um, and Clapton wasn't good enough to play with the two guys. Man. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that. Well, it's uh, uh, a good point. <laughs> I, it's a, there's a good argument to say that the only guy that was was Gary Moore when he played with him. Mm. Ah, he was a match. Yeah. Aye. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So you know, and, and folk, and you know, yeah, you know, just everything was going on at that time. Everything was new mm. that you could fucking develop everybody was in the, in the middle inventing rock music you know as we know it today yeah um and ay, fucking power trio stuff man brilliant love it just fucking mm. uh, and it's it's all about the rhythm it's all about the the drummer you, you need a fucking good drummer to keep it going yep. um it's no really the guitar playing or the bass playing it's the drumming and Roger's fucking brilliant and that's just busy it's not I mean I know yeah. they wanted a ginger baker type drummer obviously that's what they put in the yeah. advert and yeah. Mitchell and Mitchell and yeah, yeah, you know. baker, so but you know, that's what it in is terms, I, of, in terms I mean, of him expressing I, himself and being busy on, I, he's, he's not just just holding a beat and you know yeah. he's, he's really I, he, I, I'm, I'm, I, that's, the, that's the biggest thing and I'm, I've alluded to it already but that is the biggest surprise listening back to these is how how um, accomplished they were already, how, Bri- how, you know, Brian I, and Roger, you know, especially. They were, you know? they were already formed, fully uh, formed, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's mm-hmm. no amateur shit here. Yeah, yeah. The, the, these guys can fucking play already. Yeah. Um, I so uh, and you can see why you know the uh, the, the story emerged fairly recently that um, Genesis approached Roger. Uh, Roger, uh, aye, aye. Uh, before really? before Phil Collins, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck's sake, um, I didn't know that, and man. You can, really, and you eh? can see why here, you know, because... he can sing as well. <laughs> aye, well, aye. Uh, But, you know, obviously, I don't know who went to... You know, they must have went to see one of his bands, or maybe even Smile, I don't know. And, you know... Because, uh, bro, that's weird. That fucking drummer's good. Because Trespass, Trespass that, was the last album with the previous drummer, who I forget his name on it, so that was, what, 69, 70? Trespass, 70, maybe? yeah. So, so possibly, I possibly could have been Smile or maybe. Did Roger knock it? Did Roger knock it back then? Did he? he, did, he aye, aye. He See, I've never, saw, I've, back I've never saw any, anything concrete about this. I mean, I've, I've no, seen, I've read no. a few things and a few rumours, so it could be one of these. Aye. you know, it's getting like, it's through time. But, it was know. the two things at the same time. Brian was asked to join Sparks and oh, I heard about that. Aye, aye. Roger aye. for Genesis. Aye. Aye. That's like a pound shop queen. Oh, I do like the Sparks. <laughs> sparks are cool, man. Aye, man, they're good, man. They're good. Last, uh, was, uh, the whole thing on Twitter was like 
Queen were fucking sparks for twats. Uh, that's then, true. then Pete, when he's listening to Sparks, says Queen for twats. <laughs> fucking aye, Queen aye. for twats. Aye, sorry. Aye. Uh, I like the Sparks are cool, man. Probably the kind of closest you could really at that time. Aye, t- aye, different styles. Compared to Queen, but there's eccentric vocals and stuff like that, and and the kind of weird song structures, quirky song structures and stuff. Good, good band, man. So I right, well, okay. So we we move on, and the third third song that they recorded was April Lady and this is not their song this was written by another geezer uh, Stanley Lucas thank you um, so just to I suppose I probably should have said it at the time there um, when we were talking about these songs so obviously like um, Doing Alright is actually Brian May and Tim Stafel's song and uh, Blag is Roger Roger aye that's it so so there you go, Roger. Roger is it Roger and Brian? Because well, Brian does a lot of guitar on that. So, it's aye, it's Roger. Just credited to Roger. Aye, aye. It's just Roger. Aye, ah, he, okay, he right, did right. the words, but aye, given the fact that Brian's <laughs> a guitar aye, solo, maybe, maybe Roger aye. told him to play all that. So maybe Roger's aye. actually the, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the first the, metal the, guitarist the, ever. <laughs> maybe aye. aye. Um, so anyway, um, aye. So this song is is a cover. I'd, I'd, or it was written for them I don't really know the story it's really hard to find out anything I mean maybe when we actually yeah. delve into the early years book and all that Quite a, we'll I've seen it a few more. times saying that um, people saying are thinking that Roger wrote this alright okay uh, oh, I, I, saw, I saw I can't remember where Roger wrote this about his girlfriend at the time and I'm like ah, alright and then I Blag? no oh, no April Lady uh, sorry. April yeah. Lady Right. And, uh, and I'm like that. Well, obviously, well, I see. I seen something that said. I seen something that said he dedicated it to his girlfriend. So I suppose that my I seen mm. that. You know, so uh, maybe. Ah, uh, it's just good. Uh, nah, it's a dedication nah. rather than I wrote it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. But anyway, let's move on to the song and talk about it. Anyway, so um, so April Lady. Paul, do you want to, do you want to continue then? Um, it's Brian singing at the start, isn't it? Yep. yep. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Because I. I it does sound like him, but then I'm thinking, well, maybe it's Tim because, you know, looking in the similar range and all that. But I, um, I, Brian does sound good to you. Sounds excellent. Uh, and the kind of, and again, we keep saying it, but he's better at this, you know, yeah. this level. Okay type stuff. Uh, and then Roger obviously comes in, you know, uh, well, when you get the harmony, and then Roger, uh, it's been good. She A great pop song, um, and uh, see, see a, like a modern indie band. Why don't they pick this up and do a cover? Because probably, I was going to say that. It sounds like, 
Aye. Sounds like the, like the kind of Britpop revival yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's kind of get that vibe to mm-hmm. it. I you can see maybe like so, I don't some, know Supergrass or somebody doing or no Supergrass. I even I can't man. I, I, I'm an old man. I don't know who the fuck's out there now. But there must be some young guitar band that could uh, do a good version of this and probably mm-hmm. get a wee hit out of it. Um, yeah, it's excellent. It really is. Um, and I, 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 I mean, again, there's no agree. I mean, information about this, you know, who, you know, the in terms of the music, who wrote what, or, you know, um, but, uh, I mean, there's, there's nothing, there's, I'm, I'm kind of looking here, but there's the, nothing. Uh, but the no song, I mean, the song itself to me is, it's, it's kind of, you know, you've got that waltz timing in the verses. She, yeah. you know, it's it's no yeah. it's not your normal four four for a start, and it, and I think that the vibe it's kind of that kind of almost like Simon and Garfunkel type type vibe to it. You know, it's got that kind of folky kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, but like I'm more a, more an American folk, you know, um, vibe to it. But, uh, but aye, also, rem- West Coast kind of aye, aye, but aye, it also reminds aye. me a bit of like Sid Barrett. Barrett era Floyd as well. It's got that kind of aye, to it as aye. well, you know. Yeah, um, we, we touched a psychedelia and, uh, about it, and that's aye. not the first time I hear that. I hear that in a later on song as well. Um, but I think this, I think it's excellent. I really, really like this song. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's sang really, really well. And Roger, Roger, when he's doing his bits, you know, and and the certainly the, the you know the harmonies and stuff with Brian yeah. and Tim. You know, and so even about it's good to have you around. You know, the bits not there uh, again. It just sounds exactly like fucking Roger. It's those of he's like a wee. He sounds like a wee boy or something. You know, he's, aye, he's, no, he's still aye. getting the depth aye. and the thickness, aye, yep. the resonance, and his voice is, is there. But uh, no, I think this. Um, I, I I think this is excellent. And and uh, uh, before I shift over to Joe, I, I thought this song was maybe about um, you know another sex worker song. You know that's that's you know <laughs> but, you know because oh, Paul likes his sex worker. Song, so I thought man. it was this one of these ones, but. Um, when, you look when, at, when I thought when I thought it was about Roger, I was thinking that he's probably got a song for Jan, January lady, you know, February <laughs> lady, <laughs> December ah, exactly. lady, a bob in a month, you know, ah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, when you look, read the lyrics, it's not. It's actually quite quite twee and kind of like aye, you know, it's, it's quite quite nice actually in many ways. Aye. So t- uh, like a teacher or something. Ah, like it's almost like that. And can I miss her? She goes away and she taught them lots of because when it was all this, she taught taught us a lot of she taught us and. Done a lot for the folks in this town. I thought oh, I was like, you know, your mind goes immediately to or a, or a horrible I've shit. Because you're a, a sick motherfucker. Because I'm a horrible bastard, die. Anyway, Joe, you you save this chat here, man. Don't know about saving it. Um, Joe must go <clears> on. No, I mean, that's what I see. Joe I, must go I, on. That's your new. It was. Uh, it was. Oh, Lisa. 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 Yeah, in New Zealand, that came up with that for you. Joe, Joe <laughs> must go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so rain must fall and Joe must go. <laughs> Uh, and then Dave me, Dave me. <laughs> uh, that's cool I like that plus it's my favourite Queen song uh, there so you go man um, <clears throat> no I mean I agree I, enjoy, I think this is cracking um, uh, you know other stuff you said Brian's voice is, is really really nice on it man it uh, just suits it perfectly um, as well I know I didn't know this was a cover version so that was quite interesting it kind of changes what you know some of my notes a wee bit but I thought it was kind of cool because this Brian and Roger both both take shots at singing this, and uh, you know with that mindset of me thinking this was their track yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. um, I was thinking that that was the f- you know 
the, the next time they did that was after Freddie died where they oh, actually yeah, shared, yeah, shared I, a, I, a vocal on a song together yeah, yeah. they never really did aye. it other than the harmonies but that, that, I'm not aye, about a lead vocal, a main, yeah, a main yeah, vocal. Yeah, right, yep. so they never they never did that until Freddie passed on mm. and they did the you know the, the Maiden Heaven album whatever the fuck um, but so I thought that was quite interesting aye. you know why did they why did they never really why did they never do that in Queen? Probably you know, ego, eh? Song. Probably ego. Maybe. Aye. Probably because no, none of them wrote this song, aye. so they well, probably thought, you know, it's, it's, you know, they thought, yeah. oh, well, neither of us Brian's wrote like, it, this so is my song, I'm singing sing it, on it, and if I'm not mm. singing it, Freddie's singing it, you know, and, aye, and Roger's aye. maybe the same, I don't know, you know, because yeah. yeah. obviously Brian, Freddie sang on Brian, parts of Brian's songs, yeah, and yeah. Fre- Roger sang on parts of Freddie's So I'll sing this bit, Brian. No, you won't. Freddie's singing this bit. Fuck you, you poodle-headed cunt. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I, that's a catchy, it's a catchy wee tune. Um, I and it, it very much remake like Paul was saying. It, it, you know, I could see an indie band from like kind of '95 when that all that stuff kind of mm. came back into vogue again. Yeah. I could see like, like that, you know, like m- maybe like when Blur done like a more kind of serious. Well, I suppose song. you'd like um, Coolest Shaker even doing Hush and things like that. You know, ah, like, exactly. Cool. Right. I, 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 so I'm yeah, kept yeah, thinking yeah. more like Cooler Shaker. Somebody, like, somebody had a little bit some chops because. Right. Out of all that scene, Cooler, Sh- uh, Cooler Shaker weren't really, eh, weren't really, eh, no Cooler Shaker, Ocean Colour scene. You think Ocean, Ocean Colour scene? Really? No, right, right, aye. Aye, somebody like them I could see doing this because they could really, they could really, because they could really play. Aye, 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 aye. They, they yeah. were very rooted in the, the, the you aye, know, the late 60s. but there was a jazz yeah. thing with them as well, aye, like, there was, there was definitely jazz guys in that band because they were, they were like, put them next to Oasis, it was fucking laughable if you're talking about musicianship. They were one of the few, Supergrass as well, I would say. The, the, the Brat Pop the, they could really play they could actually you know, play aye aye, aye well yeah. whereas Oasis they had one guy that was really good at ripping off you know Beatles songs but anyway that's them but no good good track man yeah. aye no no thumbs up for this for me as well man um, and then you basically flip the flip the vinyl over and you get the, the next three songs that they recorded later in 1969 and the first one is Polar Bear um, Paul do you want to start off with Polar Bear it's, uh, it's a lovely wee song in it. Um, <laughs> although the, the first time I, I, I stuck this on, I, I I did think, Jesus, Tim's vocals are all over the place here. He's you know a wee bit wild. He's like Aye. you know. But the more I listened to it, I was like, I, I like actually it. suits it. Because it's like this bit that goes kind of almost out of key and kind of. Aye, aye. It's kind of like flailing. That's what I love about it. That's that's aye, yeah, Because the first time I'm like, oh, you aye. know, and then I'm like, ah, well, you know, it kind of, it kind of fits the, you know, the, the the song in a lot of ways. Um, uh, uh, I, 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 I got it. I thought in certain bits he sounded, he actually sounds a bit like Robert Smith, you know, for the Cure. I've wrote aye, that here. Aye. I've wrote that in my notes. He sounds like Robert Smith. Aye, thank God you said that because I was scared to mention that because you're allowed. I've got written here. Tim sounds a bit like Robert Smith. Fuck, I'm gonna go back and listen, man. I've been picked up. I am that. He sounds like a more operatic version. Yep, aye, a kind of higher Robert Smith. My mind's here. Actually, I can see where you're coming from. Aye, absolutely. He does. That's weird as fuck. I totally wrote that down here. 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's not a great deal to talk about. You know, it's a, it's a, is it Brian singing at the start again? Aye, that is. I remember actually. Is it, it Brian at the start? Aye, yeah. Um, and then I could, uh, I, uh, I was about to sing April Lady there. That's terrible. I'm all over the place here. You're not as confused as he is, are you? <laughs> I'm very confused. Um, the the lyrics are are cool, wouldn't they? It's like uh, a polar bear in a shop window. Aye. And a bright shop window sits a polar bear, makes his eyes light up, but I don't see him there. Among the tinsel, he gives everyone a smile. Cool. Aye, but the, and this is un this is uncredited, isn't it? They say it's unknown. That's it's in brackets. Says on the album, unknown polar bear. Well, really? uh, on Queenpedia, which I've got up the new, mm. it, say, it says uh, Tim and Brian. Right, it. right, right. Um, so, the, so the unknown might have been just because it's a Japanese release, they actually genuinely didn't have the information about the who, information. who wrote the song, you know. So, aye, that, so, aye, that makes know, sense. So. I can't the Queenpedia as well, they're saying that um, Queen recorded this song during the sessions for the debut album. Um, that would have been interesting uh, to hear that actually, that would have been quite cool, aye. Uh, aye, I, I, that, that probably exists somewhere. Aye, aye, definitely. Anthology, you know, a Springsteen or a Bob Dylan, just put everything out. Uh, Charges all a hundred quid a time, and we'll buy it. Fucking fine, you know. Um, Um, I, I think, um, seeing this, it's, it's this is a a very safe song to me. It's, it's like they're not, uh, they're not, they're not going too far. They're just like staying in a wee safe place with this song. That's how I feel about it. But, but it is comforting. There's something comforting about this song. Yeah, you know, um, it's. And I'm probably talking utter shite here, but it's almost like you can feel Brian and Rogers' shyness a wee bit in this song because, you know, they were still young guys, they were still no, you know, they, I mean, and, and even when you see Roger, even to this day, I think there still is a bit of shyness in the guy despite him being like, you know, this cool as Ladies, man. Ah, exactly. Which is weird. Ah, you, you know, I think there's a bit of a, that, and we know that with Brian as well, the insecurities with him. It just feels like they're still, you know, like they're just holding back a wee bit compared to what they'd eventually become and Queen, you know, the big grandiose stuff and all, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but ah, I don't know. It's just maybe just me projecting more on it. And, um, but yeah, just, no, really nice track, man. Really, really nice track. Mm-hmm. Joe, is there anything else you wanted to add in, in the mix here with, with this one? I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this as well. I like it. Um, so it's, it's, it's very Beatles-esque. I don't know if you agree with that. It, it's yeah, like kinda, aye, aye, good. Aye, kind of like the kind of more kind of quirky stuff, stuff that the Beatles did, like a bit like the nursery rhyme kind of things that they did, like you know, like Obladi Oblada, all that kind of shit. Yellow submarine. I'm not. Aye. In fact, I, I would take this over any. Aye, I would take this over any of those songs because I fucking hate <laughs> those songs by the Beatles. Um, but it's got that kind of that kind of vibe to it. Um, 
Aye, Tim's voice. I mean, I've wrote here obviously Robert Smith. That's fucking bizarre <laughs> that you you wrote that as well. Um, but it's, it's, see the the verses. It's get if you actually listen to the chords that they're playing in the verse, it's got a really interesting chord progression in it. I don't know what the chords are or anything like that, but it's it's a kind of it's it's kind of unusual the chords right. that they're playing. I don't think it's just like straight E G C mm. sort of thing. There's there's like there's like sus chords or something. They're doing weird shit. I don't know, don't know exactly what it is. And the bass tone, um, Tim's bass tone is fucking great. It reminds me of Geezer Butler's bass tone mm-hmm. actually. Like just, just probably using everybody using the same gear around about that aye. time, but it's got that really thick, kind of warm, kind of. It's got a wee bit of drive. A drive on it. It's got a wee bit of an attack yeah. on it. Um, and the acoustic guitar break. Um, and it, you know, there's a bit where there's an actual break where it, it's mad because it, it it totally sounds like Brian May, like mm-hmm. the picking the the way he picks the acoustics. So, and I never really noticed that before until I actually heard it in a song and I was like Brian actually sounds like Brian no matter what fucking guitar he plays on yeah. because I can it's the way it's like he's got a really unique way he plucks the strings or, or, or the way he phrases things because um, the thing is I mean even when you see him when he's when he's plucking like you know you see him see him doing Love of My Life live and the way he kind of yeah, yeah. the way he kind of he plays like that. It's gonna. Kind of, I'm, I'm obviously the listeners can't see this, but but he's kind of resting his palm on the side almost. And it's almost like coming in from the side yeah. rather than over the top. Ah, it's, yeah. it's, ah, it's it's, it's like weird. He's, he's, it's almost from the side. He's picking from the side. It's, it's strange. Mm. Gives yeah. it more of a chimey, yeah. a chimey yeah. sound yeah. rather than a, a full aye. note aye. sound. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird, but um, but aye, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a pleasant wee track. Um, Aye, I don't really have anything else to say about it, but I, I enjoyed listening to it, definitely, you know. It's weird, because the first time it came on, like, for the first little, like, maybe first, like, ten seconds, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really like this. So sure. And then, Aye. but then, as it went on, I'm like, no, I actually do like this, and then when I went back to listening to it from the start, I liked it from the start, I think it was just the initial, it's not that Brian's voice is bad by any stretch on it, I think it's just got a kind of, a, by memory, I think it's got a kind of weird effect on it, and it kind of took me... Be surprised when I when I, when it first came on, but after that when I went back, I, I was used to it and I enjoyed aye. it. Aye, no, good track. Man, aye. Um, so that was Polar Bear, and the next song is Earth, and Earth was written by Tim Stafel. So, um, eh, I, I like I like this. I like that. I like it a lot, and it's again it's kind of that that kind of folky vibe, and um, you've got even Hammond organ in there, which is mm. you know. Um, um, You've not heard that in the previous tracks, and it's just it's just interesting because this obviously this has been influenced by like the moon landings and stuff. Because like you'd, aye, you you know same you had space oddity and you know mm. and and you know so obviously there's that's in everybody's consciousness and all that and you know I'll I'll never see the planet Earth and all that you know that kind of stuff. And... But the harmonies are really nice on this, you know, and the, the, you know Lovely. all together. It's really, really great, and I, I really like um, the the guitar orchestration. Again, back to Brian. He does the wee mm. guitar orchestration, but and it's just like it's fucking Brian. It's what he what he does all the time. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm still just really impressed to hear that this is a... His DNA is still, he's still it's, developed. Ah, even mm. back then, you know. Um, and I know it's only four years before the... Well, I mean, three years before they recorded the first Queen album, but it's, it's still... I you think of three years back then, the Beatles recorded like five albums in three exactly, years. Exactly, and moved I mean? on to be a different band almost in that space. Exactly, so, um, But there's this... There was a bit, and it might be just the production, see the Hammond organ that... I, I think it is just still the Hammond organ, but it sounds like almost like a Mellotron. Because into a bit and it sounds aye, like a Mellotron. Aye, there is. Is there, there a Mellotron? Because I wasn't uh, sure if it was well, just the way. That's, that's what I think as right, well. But cool. it's, it right. is like a Mellotron. It, it's aye. it's, it's, it's really set nice on the same sound as uh, Star, uh, no Starless. What's the King Crimson? Oh, um, on uh, the first album. Aye. Epitaph. Yeah. It's very. It's the same, I think they're using the same kind of voice as that. That one. Uh, aye, and that's what made me think it was a Mellotron. Yeah. Ah, yeah. But there, but I think there is a Hammond in there as well. Ah, yeah. Because I wasn't sure I, if it was just a production aye. and just kind of almost like flanged a bit and just changed yeah. the sound a wee bit. But um, um, I, well, but we'll never know who played. Well, that's true. Aye, aye. The keyboards. Because they, 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 nah, they never. It's not unknown. credited. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm maybe it was Brian. It was Freddie. It was Freddie. <laughs> um, but see the see the drum and bass and the guitar really interplay at the end you know just when they're all kind of like just playing off each other towards the end mm. as it fades out that's fucking great love it yeah this is this is this is a really really good good song yeah i think it's got a good excellent excellent melody um yeah. so yeah yeah no i'll hand it over uh jojo what a fire in there man i agree i agree homeboy <laughs> no this is this tune's good man uh, I think the middle guitar break's cool, man. Um, it's weird because it, it kind of starts with like a bump, 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 and it reminds me of Flash. Uh-uh. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-uh. I, I didn't uh-uh. actually put it down my notes, but I, I was in work and I was just kind of like fucking like... Totally to me. And I, I totally come on and I, and I was trying to look like, you know, find my... But I, I meant to write it down, but yeah, totally. 100%. <laughs> I mean, there aye, you go, man. Aye, if I go up with that bit. Maybe he went back and stole that. Aye, maybe. Uh, his pro- I'm pretty sure Brian wrote this song anyway, you know, down to the space lyrics. And well, it was Tim Safel, actually. Oh, it was Tim. Uh, oh, really? I, know, I, I would have thought it was a, it was a set. Brian because it's, it's very much in the vein of 39, isn't it? A guy travelling away out of the, the galaxy yeah, so and never coming Brian's back to Earth and all that. Brian's ripped. Aye, there you go. Uh, that's Brian's ripped off Tim. Aye, exactly. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> Roger's drumming towards the end of the song's cracking as well. He starts doing all these really fast fills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and um, the bass they actually honed in in the, the Tim's bass playing on it, and the fucking bass playing's excellent, aye, man. Aye, guy, yeah. you know, guy the guy play. probably, the guy probably could have went on as a bass player in Queen. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep, Obviously, yep. I, I wouldn't want that because he wouldn't have John and all the great stuff yep. that John you know, added to Queen. But the guy was obviously capable. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't really have anything much else to say about it. Uh, you know, it's 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 good, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think the I love the the kind of somberness of the the vocal harmonies in the in the chorus. You know, the plan. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of, to me. I've wrote here. It's it's kind of, kind of happy vibe, sixties yeah, happy yeah. vibe to the yeah. to the song as well. And then obviously towards the end, it gets a little bit more rocked up now, a bit heavier mm. towards yeah. you know as it starts to kind of fade out or towards the end of the song. But no, good track, man. Um, I don't, I don't dislike anything on this, man. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an excellent song. Um, so, so good, in fact, that 
I don't know, maybe in the first album, take, I don't know, Jesus out and put this in, in its place. Have Brian sing it. Behave. Just add it, just add it, don't take I just add, I'll just add it on then, I. Just add it, mate. I, there probably is space for it, because the first album's only about Jesus. 40 minutes. So. I love yeah, Jesus. I love Jesus. <laughs> I love Jesus. Hello, hello. Uh. <laughs> Eddie rules, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, aye, uh, it's aye. It's, it's lovely. And uh, Queen should have covered it in the first album. Definitely. They should have. Aye, they'd be aye, doing all right. Aye, maybe. But there's no. Aye, well, there's, there's no well, that's the thing. That's the thing as well. Looking at that, looking at these six songs and doing all right, I would have preferred that they. No, I don't know. Cause doing all right is good, but they, they could have. They could have easily have done a couple of these songs in Queen on Queen's yeah. first album, and it, and it would have. It would have fitted in. It I wouldn't have felt. Yeah, a place or anything. Yeah, yeah. A place or silly or anything like that. If anything, that. Um, Madness wine that they did with Freddie was was like totally mm. fucking weird and would have been absolutely ridiculous to put on the first Queen record, but not really anything on the Smile record would have been to me to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, the last song um, is "Step on Me" and this is written by Paul. Is it written uh, by? <laughs> I've lost my note. Oh, Brian May. On me, Brian and Tim. Brian um, we'll probably get this all, all fucking wrong, man. You know what I mean? With these, you know, so if, um, yeah, don't fucking, especially you, Leighton. If I've got any of these songwriters wrong, don't fucking start complaining on Twitter, all right? Don't start so. your shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, aye, so Tim, Tim, and Tim and Brian, right? Okay, in this one, um, I thought it was just Tim, but anyway, step on me, Joe. Do you want to, do you want to start off with that one? This is one of the ones I thought, man, was catchy catchy as mm. fuck man this kid i think if this was released you know we'd be more backing at the time we, you know we have you know a decent label behind them that we could have probably done some damage in the charts because to me this is like it's kind of funny right because um see if you guys agree with us right you know the quote from brian may about when freddie came up with killer queen and stuff like that and he was scared that you know oh we're we going to go down a yeah, 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 route yeah. and stuff like that well, see this song. This song's very similar mm. in vibe to Killer Queen. Yeah. See if you actually listen to the tempo, the weight, the pop sensibility. Um, it's very similar. Like, like even down to the fact that it's kind of saccharine sweet, but in a good way, not in a not in a shit way. Like, it's it's a very catchy pop song. Mm. I mean, it, there's nothing rock about this. Man. This is a pop track. Mm. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, you know. And it was Freddie maybe kind of looking at things like this and thinking, oh, you know, let's continue this possibly, sort of vibe, yeah, possibly, you yeah. know, because to me that go back and listen to it because yeah. like this Killer Queen just popped into my head. I think no, it was I've, because I've of got the, the melody the in my of, head and the, the, the kind of yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's not necessarily that it's, it's similar in that. But no, it's, it's just in a pop way that it is. You Well, I 
chorus is brilliant, man. It's really, really catchy. Tim's voice is excellent. Um, I'd have loved to have heard Freddie sing this. I think Freddie would, yeah, would have done, done a good job. Knocked by. out the park. Yeah. Um, we'd have knocked out the park. But that's not a slight at Tim because I think Tim sounds fantastic on it. Um, but no, <laughs> really good song, man, and catchy as fuck. So. Mm-hmm. Aye, this is this a lovely wee thing again. Uh, um, uh, like Joe said, dead catchy. Um, wee bit more in the kind of psychedelic kind of vein. Um, reminds me of uh, the band The Zombies. Um, they right. had an album called Odyssey and Oracle. Uh, you know, uh, just thought it just absolute brilliant pop songs, but and a kind of you know a slight twist and all that. Um, yeah, cool name as well, man. The Zombies. The zombies, aye. Um, yeah. Uh, I and uh, I, I, you're right, Joe. That it would have been interesting to hear Freddie do this, and and he probably did somewhere, you know, because he was a aye, he was a fan of the days, band. They probably jammed aye, a few of these things. Aye, aye. Yeah, he yeah, probably yeah. got up and had a wee go, you know. One hundred percent, because there's like about a three year gap between us and Queen. Well, t- well, no, a three year because Queen went in recording seventy two. To record Queen, didn't they? Aye, they did. Aye, so he most definitely when they, when you, we know when, when Tim left and Freddie joined, he would have been probably jamming these songs. Aye. Aye. I, would, I would, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and again, aye, you know, um, this could have been a hit. You know, um, if there'd have been proper, I don't know, management or, or if any, you know. Uh, Record company in actual England had Some been interested clout, in them, you know, rather than an American label, you know that. Yeah, uh, I think they put out one. They did put out a single, didn't they, in America? But it, it just went it was apparently. I think it was actually yeah. just a commercial thing, and you know, it was just like a to try and get interest. So I don't think it was a, a right. You know, so a, it wasn't even a. a it a, was. Uh, it was never published commercially. Um, ah, it's right. a promotional recording, basically. So, ah. um, so I so obviously try to obviously tout them about to labels. Uh, no, no labels. Ah. Sorry, um, like you know, um, radio stations. Yeah. I'm sure, and you know, try to get gigs or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. also, strangely, get a wee bit of a uh, taste. Um, right. Gallagher's band um, as well. Um, not re- not really the guitars or anything. Um, the way Tim sings, uh, uh, right. do better, is the same kind of phrasing as Rory. Mm-hmm. Better, you know the way you know it, it uh, kind of mm-hmm. uh, phrases and all that. Um, yeah, I, I, I crack me song um, on a, a, a very very entertaining and very good little mini album, you know. Right. Um, when I when I first listened to this, I didn't like it. Um, when right. I when I listened yeah. to this for the podcast the first time, I was like, "Nah, this just isn't my thing. It's not my thing, really. Um, it's written well and performed well and played well, but it's just not my thing." Um, you know, I think um, you know the rhythm, the 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 melody, and then the rhythm behind it. I just thought it was a bit ugh, just just know what gets me going, kind of thing. And again, it reminded me of Sid Barrett esque, you know, kind of like Piper yeah. Gates of Don Floyd uh, and all that, mm-hmm. which isn't my favourite Floyd. Um, again, but the caveat being that they're, they're still well written songs, you know. Um, but then I listened to it like the second and the third, and, and it really just grew on me completely. 
you know, I just I think Tim's you know, voice had a lot to do. Ah, with ah, I think his voice sounds yeah. excellent. Well, that's the thing. It was ca- as you yeah. say, Joe. It was catchy. It's really, really catchy song. Um, and I think that's eventually that's what won me over. You know, it's it's catchy and and but I just I could hear it was catchy, but it was just initially it wasn't it wasn't moving me much. Um, but no, it's I think it's a nice a nice song um, altogether. And um, I do think it had had I commercial you know appeal. You know, and it could have mm. could have actually done something. I could have been a top ten, no problem. You know and at that time, you know, so um, so it's weird. There's kind of, you know, so I suppose listening to wrap this up, there's 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 clearly potential for there was potential for Smile to to be bigger than what they break were. Out, break yeah. out, yeah, yeah, aye. absolutely, easily, yeah. No, and uh, because uh, given the yeah. studio time to, to develop the stuff properly, yeah. well, I mean, and you still get Brian and Roger who are great songwriters. And the thing really. is, it never got the chance to find out because it was never released. So they these six yeah. songs weren't released, so they never get the chance to find out. Even so, it wasn't even as if it was like it came out and. It bombed because of poor promotion or anything like that. It, didn't even get... ah, it wasn't even a release. Aye, so yeah. it's, it's, it's bizarre, you know. But um, shame. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not a shame because obviously Aye. we wouldn't have had Queen. Exactly. But <laughs> it'd have been interesting for him to have at least released it. And then you could, uh, and you know, in hindsight, look back and add that, you know, that comparison Aye. of you know, like you know, post uh, pre Queen sort of thing, and and you know how successful it would have been. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so of course, um, you know, as we said at the start. Uh, the band disbanded in 1970. So Tim, Tim leaves the band for Humpy Bong, and um, I remember an interview with Tim oh, about 20 years ago in a documentary, and he was talking about, you know, the band, you know, Roger and Brian were try- starting to kind of move on to kind of more the more kind of theatrical stuff and all that, which wasn't really my thing. So, so I basically got, got out of the way, which um, I thought was the right thing to do, and. And they say, we did say, good job, I did. <laughs> you know, because yeah, obviously right. what happened after that, you know, so, and I just want to say, and I think you'll all agree, I just think Tim sounds like a, you know, anything I've listened to him on, and so like a nice just, guy, just, just a really, really, really cool guy, man, and really, really, um, I level-headed. Considering, you know, considering, you know, you get a lot of these, um, you know, artists that were in the, the you know the genesis of a big band and they, they they go out and start doing all the band songs and all that that were nothing to aye, do with them and stuff and aye, like you know Judas Priest's aye, fucking first yeah, singer's aye, done it and so is ACDC's first aye, all that. It's, the, it's like fucking sit down man so, you're making an arse of yourself so he's not done any of that he's just kept his dignity and went on and you know done his own thing you know so um, and a really good musician and a, and a cracking voice aye, man aye. Yeah. yep um and, and so even we even ought to make models, say. Hi, and even I did the Roger. You did the fun in space on yeah. I, so it's fucking that's metal. metal. Um, Thomas the tank engine. Aye, that's it. So okay, so so that smile, um that's all we've got to talk about is uh, for smile and um that's all that exists recorded wise. If there's anything else that you know about, you know, let us no, let us know. Can I so. can I just say something as well before we, we move yeah, on? Go for it, Joe. It's kinda weird because obviously you know, you've got this, and you know there is little, little splashes of heavy, heavy rock, mm-hmm. but not very much of it. Then obviously you get the arrival of Freddie, mm-hmm. and then Queen's first record's pretty much a fucking heavy metal record. So it's kind of, you know, how much of that, how much of that hard rocking came for Freddie. You know, and I've said yeah. this before. A lot, a lot of people think that Freddie was the guy in Queen that was the kind of, you know, I want to be. Oh, I mean, he wrote liar. You know, what I mean, it's, you know, it's, right, it's, you exactly. Know, so an right. ogre so battle, Freddie, you know. They, yeah, aye, so. exactly. The injection of Freddie yeah. into Queen probably made yeah. them even heavier. Aye. Yeah, Freddie's metal. 
Well, that's it. No, but he was at that point in the time. He was. I mean, and and was, and the thing is, I think it's probably just been that perfect brew of you know Roger and Brian. You know, because obviously Sabbath kick out, Deep Purple kick out, all these heavy bands of the, the you know the early seventies. So they're they're absorbing that at the same time. You know, and you know, and then going to record their first album. You know, so have you heard? Have you heard? I'll see if I can find it. There was a little bit of footage of Freddie talking. You know that that. Um, I think it's from you know the, the, the little interview that he did I think it's in Australia oh yeah he's sure. got the brown leather jacket on and stuff like that I, yeah, yeah. I think it's from that and he, he's talking about Ian Gillins right, I don't yeah. know if you you've seen I, that I, th- I think you sent that on like a couple aye, of years back ages aye, ago aye, aye. so I mean and that's yeah. kind of weird hearing Freddie talk about purple aye. and he mentions yeah. Ian Gillins so he obviously yeah. had his eye on that as well, do you know right. what I mean? As well as yeah, and, as and, well as Zeppelin and, and, and stuff like that. And, and Ian Gillan's a fucking phenomenal singer as well. Ah, yeah, yeah, definitely. And Purple were one of uh, John's favourite bands as well. John Deacon, oh, yeah, aye, yeah. Aye, I don't remember reading it's, that. Aye. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, he went to see them when they did uh, the concerto for group and orchestra mm. at the oh, Albert Hall that, in seventy. That's cool as fuck, man. That's that's all the all the fucking. So you liked a bit of the heavy as well, you know. Yeah, how could they not have played in Queen for fuck's sake? What that finesse, but yeah. I think you said earlier, David, about maybe Tim being a wee bit on the more folky side, and I and I think folky or poppy, you know. I suppose whatever you want to look at, Freddie. Yeah. Freddie is a, a, certainly a, a a darker kind of presence, you know. Definitely, in terms of his voice and and aye, his evil looking money, evil looking. That's what they said. Satanic, satanic, satanic. Yeah, I'll take that, man. Satanic. Yeah, like my diamonds. So let's move on then, because we're, we're going to come to that that point then. So um, so yeah, Queen are and recording their first album in 1972, um, and. A producer in the studio in Trident Studios hires Freddie to sing in a couple of songs. He's got a, an idea for putting something out. Um, so Freddie kind of says, "Yeah, not a problem." Um, but I want my pals to come on it as well. So Brian and Roger come on uh, and and record these two tracks with them, and it goes under the name Larry Larry Lurex. Um, I don't know what the accent is. It's Lurex, Lurex, or whatever. Anyway, um, so I tried it. Should so then the house engineer Robin Jeffrey Cable, you know, it was his his idea, and it's quite obvious when you listen to these songs. He was trying to recreate that Phil Spector thing with a yeah. big wall of sound, sound, you know. Yeah. So, um, so it's it's so obvious without even reading about you know about it that that's that's what they were trying to do. Um, so yeah, so we've got uh, Brian Roger. And Freddie is paid musicians essentially on these tracks, you know, you know, as session musicians pretty much, you know, and uh, putting this out. So um we get two songs and they're both covers. I can hear music and Paul's uh, let me know that uh, I originally thought it was just the Beach Boys that did this, but apparently the Ronettes did this before the Beach Boys is a Ronette. Who are good. Oh, man. Aye, absolutely. Um of all that sixties oh. fucking uh, girl group stuff, the, the vocal harmonies are amazing, Excellent. man. Hence the the wall of sound thing. Ah, yep, yeah, yeah. Spectre, uh, Spectre wrote Ernest, this. Didn't he? Did he actually he, write he produced him? this and, and wrote it? But, but he, he didn't write it. He had a writing credit and all. Ah, the, aye, that usual. Uh, just to get like, the money. He created the sonic uh, landscape. Like, aye, and how it uh, sounded. Like Heshuti, um, aye, <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> um, Basically exploiting everybody. <laughs> aye, exactly. So yeah, so the Ronettes record it first, then the Beach Boys, and then we've got this this version here, um, and then going back. Um, is a cover version as well. So, um, 
So I suppose it's it's the it's quite different because especially because when you hear that first album, you know the first Queen album which comes out a year later, obviously, um, and then you listen to this recording the same sessions. It's quite it's crazy, quite man. Amazing to think, think about it, you know. Ah, so, yeah. big big difference. So, um, so I suppose I could hear music. Uh, I'll come to Paul first. Um, do you want to kick things off then? And yeah, that's a, a cracking song. Um, obviously, I as we said, the Renettes um, did that, and their version is amazing, and the Beach Boys version is amazing. Um, uh, Carol Wilson has just got an absolutely beautiful voice on it, um, and then we get Freddie, and he's great as well. It's it's just a, it's just a, a one of these perfect pop songs, you know, um, that came out in the sixties, you know, j- just absolute, you know, genius. Um, makes you feel good every time you hear that that type of thing. Um, and and Freddie's faultless on it. He, I mean, he, I think he. Um, it sounds like he's maybe going for the the Beach Boys version more than the Renettes, obviously because, you know, that maybe the you know, it's sung by a male rather than, you know, the um doing the Renettes uh, version. They're, they're, it's they're in, very close anyway. It's interesting because I didn't, like yeah. I say, I didn't know the Renettes recorded this, and now that I know that, because I, I think makes sense. Well, I've got my notes. Freddie sounds very feminine the way he sings it. Ah, yeah, you know, you so then, I, nice. so I, I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced that it's. Nah, so maybe voice. you'd, ah, maybe. maybe yeah, it's a bit, because you're hearing it from. Uh, a, that's kind of interesting because uh, you're uh, hearing it not knowing that. Um. So the fact that you know, you know, said that the Renettes put it out makes makes much more sense to me than when I thought it was a Beach Boys song, you know. So, um, but sorry, Paul. Yeah, I, 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 there's not much else to say. Uh, obviously, Brian, Brian and Roger play on it as well, um, which is a, a pretty cool. I, I think it was Freddie that said, "Oh, well, I want my pals on it as well," kind of mm. thing. Um, where I don't think they're playing going back right enough, but um, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's good, and it you know it's it gets it gets them more studio time, more experience of being in the studio as well, yeah, yeah, which yeah, you know point. always good helps, point. you know, yeah. um, and working with different people and you know, um, and a different style as well, you know, because they're, they're in the middle of you know um, writing a, a basically a heavy metal album. <laughs> And then they're doing this, you know, perfect pop music kind of thing in, in between. Aye. Uh, uh, what can you say? It's it's a lovely song. And he, and he does a, fa- a fabulous job singing it, man. Aye. Sounds amazing. I think because it's, I mean, it's obviously drowned in reverb, but that's the point of it. It's, it's meant to be, and the whole thing is drowned in reverb, but that's that's that Phil Spector sound, obviously. Um, but 
it really works and I think the strings sound really lush as well you know that yeah, yeah, sounds really, yeah, really, 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 really lovely mm-hmm. um, but Joe do you want to pick up um, um, I don't really have that much notes on it or on the fact that I think production wise they achieved exactly you know what they aim to do with mm-hmm. it um, and I agree Freddie does sound very feminine on it mm-hmm. um, I knew it was a cover version myself but I didn't realise it was one of the, the you know the girl bands for the, the girl groups for the kind of 60s but that makes perfect sense yeah. you know I knew it was from that sort of era because it sounds that way you know leader of the pack that kind of yeah. that kind of stuff Um but I, I mean, Freddie's smooth, you know. He's, he's just sounds great on it, you know. He's, um, he's very light, but it fits with the reverb because you don't use. That's the thing. It's, it's kind of interesting to hear Freddie with this much reverb on his yep, voice because yep, yep. normally, you know, on the Queen stuff, he was always very. It was quite dry, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but in a good way because he, he didn't need it because his voice was so fucking great, you know. Yep. But uh, it's, it's an interesting um, exercise and. Like, like Paul was saying as well, you know, they, they were essentially becoming a fucking heavy metal band in their I first. I would, I would even go as far as to say our first three records. You know what I mean? Okay, there's 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 diversions in certain songs, but they were the core of them. Were a fucking extremely heavy band. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, and they're doing this, so things like this, you know, proves as well that you know that they were open to do these things, even right right from Aye. that. Point, and you know, they, they, they and were, were shy to, to do that, and they were accomplished musicians. They they could do <coughs> that. They could shit. do it. Yeah, aye, yeah, they could do it. Like I mean, already at this stage, they could they could do pop songs. They could pop aye, songs perfectly aye, well. Aye, yeah, you know, uh, to a high to yeah. a high caliber. Um, yeah. As much as I love Black Sabbath, you know, if you would gave Black Sabbath this, would have fucking butchered it. Do you know <laughs> aye, what I mean? Um, yep, yep. But so that goes to show, you know, that Queen were, you know, so early in their career were, you know, so well advanced as musicians and and. In verse in different styles, do you know what I mean? Um, very much like again, we always say this, but very much like the Beatles, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It came before them in that sense, but no, it's, I think it sounds great. You know, aye. even this day and age, listening, to it, it still sounds lush, like you were saying, David. Aye. And I yeah. think it's um, it's kind of on the point you were making about you know that obviously, you know, even Freddie's voice being kind of so far back, obviously because of the reverb. And and when you hear Brian's guitar coming in at the end, that's the same as well. It's a way way buried right in the. Mm, but it's yeah. bit, bit, you know it's it's unusual to hear Brian so so low and. Perfect. It's it's for this for this thing. Yeah. This song. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. You know, any loud on it would have been out of place. So, and and he's yeah. been very economical when he's playing. It's not overplayed or anything. Like, so, yeah. aye, it's no. That it's weird because obviously we talked about um, smile and this song. We're going to talk about going back and then that will be us. But it, it's reminding me. I need to revisit this period of of Queen's history. You know, or the pre Queen history. You know, you know, mm. um, more because I, I've got, I've got a lot of enjoyment out of listening to these songs yeah. you know so oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. it's like I, I just see there's a wee bit here it, say, it says Robin Jeffrey Cable uh, uh, was unable to get a decent sound from a synthesizer for the solo 
So Freddie suggested getting Brian in. To ah, do it. okay, interesting. Aye, so that's right. how it came about. Because you've got that Accord, big. Because you've yeah. got that big. Yeah. Sound in the background, and I, I don't. I don't yeah. know if that's Roger hitting a drum that's been reverbed up to fuck or something. You know, is that? Yeah. You know, I must be the Roger, but you know, because because yeah. it's no very percussive. The song, it's more. You know, ah, it's the, kinda, it's kinda led me a kinda like a, I don't know, like a but it's hard to determine what that is. And there's that's the wall of sound. And then you've got that big massive drum in the background, you know, reverbed up. You know, so aye. Anyway, no, no, I think it's I think it's excellent. It's really, really, really cool that it exists. Um, and then the flip side to the, the single itself is going back and obviously Carol King and uh, Jeffrey Goffin or Goffin wrote it. Um, and I think Carrie, Carol King, sorry, did a version of it. And I think Dusty Springfield did a version. And lots of people have done versions of this this song. Yeah, so, loads of folk. Uh, so, um, but um, this this kind of makes you almost cry the way Freddie sings this. Yeah. Beautiful man, it's <laughs> stunning, aye. stunning. Aye. Um, the aye. melody. I mean, I know it's not Freddie's song, but it's a beautiful melody, but, but, but a lovely melody, and just Freddie's voice on it, it just makes it even melt you, man. Aye, aye, even aye. even you know. And so, the words the words are beautiful. It's a beautiful. It, aye, it really aye. is. The words are yep. lovely. Aye. You know, j- you know, just you know, getting old and <laughs> wanting to be young again and all aye. that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's really lovely. Yeah. Um, and it, you know. And it's because because when I was listening on the earphones, you hear it's it's Freddie singing in unison. He's, he's double tracked it. Ah, he's, yeah, it's not it's yeah. not an it's not in harmony. It's just in unison, and you just hear the mm-hmm. both voices, and it just sounds it just sounds really really nice. Mm-hmm. Get the big drums on it as well on this one as well like a huge uh, like massive drums you know so um but yeah this is the freddy sounds amazing the piano um you know you can tell tell it's freddy because i guess yeah because it's rhythmical it's yeah, really absolutely. rhythmical and he starts smashing the keys towards the end That's he's right. playing really hard i've actually wrote that in my aye, notes i could tell a mile away it's, it's fred on the, the piano but his voice is just so bloody sweet on it and uh it's it's, lo- it's lovely it's a it's a lovely lovely aye. lovely song um, yeah. You know, with or without Freddie, but with Freddie in it, pff, oh, amazing! You know, unbelievable, so, man! So. Unbelievable, yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I would say it's, it's better than the Dusty Springfield version for me. You know, mm. I, 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 pff, I'm just, you know, Aye. it's Fre- f- fuck Freddie Mercury, man. It's Freddie Mercury singing. I'm going to take that over Dusty Springfield any day. You know what I mean? We'll take that over anybody, Aye. man. I mean, the Dusty version is fine, but um, but uh, no. This is just I. This is, you know, and this is before you know. When did Queen really get really, you know, get you emotional in a sense? Maybe no to. Night of the Opera, maybe. Night of the Opera. 
Well, Lily in the what? Valley's love of my life kind of thing, or but, well, but, Lily in the Valley's pretty. pretty uh, ah, stand man. by that love of my life recorded in. Oh, aye, aye, does not move me. You hate it. Does not move me. You take my breath away. Is I I go much better. I'm actually going to say it's a ten times better than Love of My Life. We'll go for it. You take my breath away. It's the first the first Queen song that he sings. That really gets you. You know what, man? That's beautiful, man. Because they did on that song what they should have done on Love of My Life, in my opinion. But anyway, aye. So there you go. So this is before. You know, this is before the first album comes out, and he's he's getting you tearing up, you know. Aye, uh, yeah. But it'll be a wee while before he does it again, kind of thing. And then it's mostly like ass kicking and taking aye, names. It's uh, like, yeah. Especially when it's son and steel. daughter, you're like, oh. <laughs> aye, just because it's so fucking cripplingly <laughs> heavy. You're like, oh, I can't handle this shit. Down, 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 down. Fucking riff, crush your face, man. Exactly, man. It's, <laughs> it says here it was. It was sampled in the instrumental mix of Machines, or Back to Humans, and Mother Love. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've heard that. No, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's on the it's on the B-side to one of the what single. But I, I knew it was on, obviously, Mother Love. Um, at the end, obviously, because we talked about that, obviously, in the Main Heaven podcast. Well, the shite Wayne's greet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gota Mendes. <laughs> it's the, fu- Freddy it's the fucking Wayne out of the Born Again cover, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a cat getting its, a banger up its ass, man. Uh, I so, know, they couldn't even get a decent Wayne sound in that album, man. I know, shite Wayne. I going back... Um, well, I say my piece ah, go on for this, it, go for it. Pretty much just everything you guys said. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> Freddie sounds fucking amazing on it. Um, and I, t- I totally picked up on the piano. It was Freddie because he was smashing the keys. <laughs> you know, he's playing hard, uh, properly rhythmical and and, and hard. Um, but aye, this is God, fucking gorgeous, man. His voice is absolutely tremendous. I, I can't really say anything else about it. You know, yeah, brilliant. No. Great. So, out of these eight songs that we've covered, there's not anything we don't like at all, you know. No. And that's that's good. That's that's great, you know, because, like I say, for myself personally, I need to go back to this era of the band's history, you know. Going um, back, indeed. Apparently, indeed, <laughs> indeed. But um, because this is this is good music, you know. This is yeah. this is good music, and uh, totally. and I think I I so. So I, I think we'll wrap up there, obviously, um, because yeah, we've talked about all the tunes. And uh, how about yourselves? Are you are you going to go back and listen to to these these songs a bit more, or you know, remind just remind yourself they exist? Actually, a bit more. I, yeah, I will most definitely listen to well the Freddie ones as well. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I will listen to this Smile album one hundred percent again, yeah, yeah, just yeah. just for the enjoyment value of it. Yeah, um, me, me too, because it's not. Uh, it's not what I thought it was. I thought it was like a kind of disjointed kind of series of ideas Amateur-ish. that uh, are, are the fully formed songs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, guys jamming and all that. But it's not. It's no, it's good songs, complete songs in this that should could have been hits. 
So, but um, right. So that was Smile. That was Larry Lorex, and um, aye, we're going to leave it there. So I guess this is the first part of this. Is the sort of pre-Queen part of the the early years um, we series we're, we're doing just now. I don't know if they'll all come out consecutively. We might break the the flow with you know pepper it with with a few things. I don't know. Just it'll be just be down to how we feel on certain certain weeks and certain times. So, um. It may not necessarily be in order, so um, but it'll be in order of of the this one, Queen One, Queen Two, and the early years book. You know these will all be um, in order, but maybe a podcast in between. I don't know. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. I enjoyed myself. That was good music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.